0: Welcome back to the field of 68 best bet show. The three man weave is back. We got our spinny hats on and man, we got the biggest slate of the season at our disposal. It's a Saturday in January, guys. That means there's a lot of games to talk about, a lot of games to bet on. We're here to guide you as you make your decisions. This show is presented by bet rivers. That's it. That's the intro. Jim takeaways from yesterday. How are you? It was a Friday. We were off. We're back today. What'd you think? What'd you see yesterday? It was nice to relax a little
1: bit, and not have the morning show. I'm sorry, chat. I know, I know you probably missed us, but man, Kai, I tell you what, I watched Ohio play basketball and I want to watch every Ohio basketball game because Mark yeah, Sears is an absolute treat. Matt, do you know he's one percent away from a 50-40-90 season? The man doesn't miss free oh. throws. He's a tremendous finisher at the rim. He's he's rock solid uh, and he's he can stroke it from deep. Uh, he's uh, our, our boy Mike O'Donnell announced their game uh, previous I mean, prior to this one, and he's like, I think he's the front runner for MAC Player of the Year. And I was like, oh, that seems like high praise, and then I looked at the stats and I was like, yeah,
2: he might be yeah, he's he's like honorable
1: yeah. mention All American at this rate. So he's been incredible.
2: I kind of get like Cade Cunningham vibes from him. Obviously, it's a very rich comparison. So don't Mm. react like Kai just did right there, everyone. But like he has that sort of change of pace, cool customer, always in control of the game, has it by the, you know, like puppeteering everything. He's awesome. Uh, As a Kent State plus seven and a half backer, it was not fun to watch him rip my heart out time and time again. Um, Kai, speaking of things that I did not enjoy watching, Mm -hmm. Butler. Yeah. Now, I know Georgetown got the Big East headlines last night with their stinker of an effort, but I, yeah. Butler has had every opportunity, the last two, three games especially, at home, big conference spots. You have all hands on deck, well, most hands on deck, and just lay an egg. I mean, I know Xavier's probably better than we think. I know Seton Hall's legit, but this team's not good, and we didn't think they were good coming into the year. I don't know why we forgot our preseason <sighs> priors. I, I thought they were going to be good. I'll be honest. Okay, I, I blame myself for not trusting my initial instincts.
0: Now their instincts hurt. were wrong. They've been hurt, and they still don't have a full roster. I thought they were going to be good this year. So hey, that's on me. I'll hand up, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be good. That's on me. Uh, yeah, Georgetown got smoked. Um, nice, good takeaway there, Patrick <laughs> Ewing. Hmm, lot to think about there. Did you not, see
1: kn- his comments post game? No, I did not actually. He he said, uh, "Big John is rolling over in his grave." Oh. <laughs> uh, the team did not give any sort of effort. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, players feel like they should be on notice or something. And uh, every comment was like, Pat needs to be on notice. Like, the team <laughs> is not winning. There are some issues here.
0: Uh, yep. Pat. Hey, should we hey, talk about Navy? Brooklyn. No, we should not, okay. Matt. Let's get a Navy's awesome. It's annoying. <laughs> Kansas at Texas Tech. First game we're talking about. Woo, what a barn barner. That's right. Barn barner. That's how Charles Barkley says it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, K- Kansas guys goes to Texas Tech to a presumably hyped Lubbock crowd, Jim. But the health of Texas Tech is the question. Minus four and a half at Bet Rivers. Actually, the spread is barely moving. In fact, Texas Tech taking a bit of money. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't lean towards the money, unfortunately. I kind of think the Jayhawks are just way better. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you really subscribe to the spot, I get it. Like, this is the first hype home spot that the Lubbock fans have had all season. Texas Tech kind of needs that big win. They, they only have the Tennessee one at the top of their resume right now, and that's it. But they're going to have plenty more opportunities in Big 12 play. And I just think Kansas is great, Matt. They, they've yeah. got wing scoring. They've got multiple point guards. And Mr. McCormick emerged from his slumber last game. And I think that's an issue for Texas Tech. They've got some burly big guys, but they don't have a lot of height, especially if Daniel Bacho is not back in there. Uh, if we get double-double McCormick like we saw last game, then I think that's a problem for the Red Raiders.
2: Yeah, I mean, we Texas Tech, they competed admirably with basically, what, seven decent players at mm-hmm. Iowa State. I Their defense is legit. We saw them pressure full court a little bit. I think they kind of have the same Chris Beard, um, you know, pack line rigid system there. That's a high, sturdy foundation to stand on. But I thought a lot of their offense, uh, I thought a lot of that game was a function of Iowa State's offensive ineptitude a little bit. And I think that's yes. exposed today. You know i, what I like mean? like
1: to strongly endorse that.
2: Like <laughs> I know we are all afraid to say bad things about Iowa State because we love the clones. They have a mm. soft spot in our heart, obviously. They've had a great, fun start to the season. But I think we look back at that game and, and probably put that more as an indictment on the clones than we do as a credit to the Raiders. Mm. I think Kansas takes care of business here.
0: This line's too short for me. Yeah, I lean Kansas. Uh, the, the, the home court, I think, is real in, in Lubbock. We've seen firsthand Texas Tech fans traveling to the Final Four. I mean, they are nuts there, I, I assume, and I've heard, that uh, Lubbock can get crazy down there. If guys are in play, if, if Texas Tech has most of their horses back in the stable, I'd probably lean their way. If they're out or a couple guys out, I'm leaning Kansas, Jim. I agree. Too much talent. Advantage in every position across the floor. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be
1: pretty if you're in Kansas. Like, I don't think you're getting yeah. the, the come-out no, win not easy. 15, right? But I think it'll be back and forth, and then they extend late kind of game. Yeah.
0: yeah. Next game, we'll stay in the Big 12. We're hitting a couple of Big 12 games today because the Big 12 rocks. Texas is heading to Oklahoma State. Matt, Oklahoma State's been quiet as a church mouse this season. Church mice are very quiet, for those who they don't are. know. Haven't they're heard a lot than of those, talk than about your them. standard
2: mouse, right? They're, they're yes, quieter yes. than
0: your standard mouse. Yeah, Oklahoma State, I haven't heard anybody talk about them. Yeah, they don't have Cade Cunningham. That's part of the reason. No good wins. Um, They played Kansas tough for about 30 minutes before kind of falling off there. Do we think they get up for this game against Texas? The spread's quite short. I believe it's hovering around three. Yeah, similar narrative to the Kansas-Texas Tech
2: match we just discussed. I just think it's too short. Um, Kai, I like your angle about Oki, Oki Light, as we like to call them, even though their fans despise that. Having this like Super Bowl moment throughout the conference season because they have no postseason to play for the hype home spots you would think would be like their whole year they'd get up for that um, wasn't overly impressed but their with their effort against Kansas and Texas is getting Andrew Jones back today presumably I'm not sure how healthy or how uh, will he Act, be tip top form active active right so we don't know how much that's going to translate into actual playing time uh, and Dylan Disu, I continue to beat that drum Jim he's been a difference maker for for Texas um, and. Oh, the, the pokes have some some pop up front, and I think they're going to need him today. So I think Texas takes care of business, and the emergence of these is a big reason why.
1: Interesting. I kind of lean towards the home Cowboys here. I, I, this is, like like you guys said, very similar. Home spot, the back, the, the short home dog. I lean more towards their way. I just think Texas isn't quite on the caliber of Kansas and Baylor. We haven't seen the offensive juice from them this year. Struggled to get away from five or basically six-man Kansas State last game. I think on the road, they're going to be vulnerable as that offense is still getting things sorted out. So I I think the Oklahoma state defense can stand up here. CSA came back last game and provided some in the interior other than McCormick going nuts, which I already Mm. noted. Uh, But I think Gallagher Iba is a really, really tough spot. And again, Mm. it's more about, I'm just not sold on Texas yet as a, as a road favorite. I mean, I liked it a little bit at three it's below three now, so I can't recommend you betting it. That's just too short, but uh If I had to, I would say Oklahoma State pulls the upset here.
0: Yeah, scoring is a massive concern here for the Pokes. Um, Texas defense, no joke. They've allowed 60 points twice this season in 14 games. And, hey, they're both losses. So that's the magic number for the Pokes, 60 points. I think it's going to be a pretty slow game. The athleticism is there for Oklahoma State to hang around, I think. The crowd should be going at Galgariba. I'm leaning towards Oklahoma State as well with my pal Jim Root. Hey, hey. Next game, SEC, Tennessee at LSU. Matt, we love Tennessee. The balls your balls mm-hmm. But they had a piss poor performance against a shorthanded Ole Miss team. And we've seen them lay massive eggs offensively this season. I can think of three at the top of my head. Texas Tech, Villanova, Ole Miss. But their defense is nuts. In fact, this game features the two best defenses in the country. For Ken Palm, who are you going with?
2: Man, I was licking my chops when I saw it open at a field goal. I was hoping to hop in on my balls, but it did get bet down to two. I think that's too cheap. I mean, I, I want to bet the balls, but I can't be stubborn here. You have to respect what LSU's done at home. The Merovich the magic has been real. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's certainly just cast a dark spell on UK to get uh, Oscar Sheway to foul out. And then you get the Wheeler injury and the tight-tide cramps just culminating this perfect storm that led the late second-half surge and an unfortunate non-cover for me and my fellow UK backers. Um Pettiness aside, Jim, I just think or Tennessee is a good matchup here. I think they have decent enough ball handlers to handle the pressure. Uh, with Kennedy Chandler, you have Vescovi. You have long, capable decision makers that can help break the pressure. Um, and just Kai, back to your Mississippi point. I don't like to put. I don't like to uh, look at the Mississippi game as an indictment on Tennessee. They're just not a good favorite. That's just not how they play. They're better in like these close pick-em type games. But um, yeah. I think they can match the physicality and speed of the Go Tigers, Jim.
1: Yeah, I don't love the matchup as much for Tennessee. I don't know. I, I just think the LSU defense, the length, the activity, it's not quite a zone, but the way they cover ground, the way they rotate, the way they gamble a little bit is zone-esque. And Tennessee, I think, still sucks against zones. As much as I love Chandler and they they do have shooting, they just haven't figured out the model of like the the quick passing that needs to go around. And they don't yeah. have like a really great free throw line guy. I thought maybe Josiah James could be that, but he hasn't been. So, you know, it's you don't need a free throw line against LSU's defense. But I just think them against elite defenses isn't really encouraging. Mm-hmm. And Kai, You pointed this out previously. This is the top two defenses on Ken Uh Maybe that should make it an auto under bet. I do yeah. think the tempo is going to be a little quicker. LSU just likes to pressure and, and there is some running up and down. But I can't I can't put the total just because the defenses are too good for me to endorse it over here.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's been bet up to
0: one thirty-seven, open to one thirty-four. So some folks clearly liking the over. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of think it's going to be a slog with how both teams kind of lack scoring pop. Matt, Tennessee seven-four is seven-four is a favorite ATS this year. Not not my perceptions either. That's interesting. It is I wonder interesting.
2: if you just stripped out like the double-digit favorites the last yeah. three years mm-hmm. under Rick Barnes. They just run that like kind of mover blocker antiquated type offense. It's never good against um, yeah I, against defenses.
0: I'm kind of leaning Tennessee in a, a bounce back performance they want in old Miss against Ole Miss, but. I have no interest in fading LSU at home. 9-0 against the spread LSU is at home with a plus 12 cover margin. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I, I'm not stepping in front of that. No, thank you. Staying in the SEC, though, Florida travels to Auburn. Uh, I I, I got to be honest, guys. I am have a small, tiny, 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 tiny play on Florida Jim, and I hate it because I love Auburn, but somehow I can't catch up with the rating that oddsmakers have Auburn at. I mean, their price is like one of the best uh, as a, as a top team in the country. And they might be, might be a national title contender. Honestly, Um, they haven't lost since November 24th. They've covered three straight and Jim Ford has been messy. They've been a little bit messy lately. What do you think? Yeah.
1: They've had major issues. I mean, you can't score at the rim against Auburn. Kessler Mm -hmm. is obviously incredible, but do we realize that their backup center Cardwell is averaging a block and a half per game? And has a 15 percent loss rate. I was unaware
0: of this. (laughs) Like,
1: their, their second best room protector might be like the fourth best room protector in the, in the country. Like the, It's ridiculous, the length, the the disruption that they have defensively, and they just feed off the jungle energy in Auburn. I think Florida needs this game to be gross and a half-court slog to survive, and it's hard to control the tempo at Auburn, mm-hmm. Matthew. So yeah, um, as this goes lower and lower, I'm going to be tempted by Auburn, but my numbers can't quite get there either. Like if, if you know, Kai mentioned it, how high do I need to raise Auburn to be equal yeah. to the odds makers? It's right. ridiculous right now, but they keep covering. So you know the odds makers are right, and I'm wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, okay. hey, some folks are following your breadcrumbs. Got bet down to seven and a half. If it hits seven, mm-hmm. I'm coming out on Auburn. I'm I'm excited to bet home Auburn. Haven't done it all year. Uh, faded them reluctantly, uh, Regrettably, I should say, with South Carolina. That was just a foolish bet. South Carolina was
0: home, weren't they? Or is that yeah? It was no, a home, was it was the the large road?
2: home dog. And no, yeah, South Carolina was home, but it like the home okay. crowd was basically. Silence from Whatever. the first yeah. minute, and it was never actually a part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't even care about Alan Flanagan. Remember, like, how we're like, Oh, Alan Flanagan's coming back. Ooh, we're also excited about that. And it's like, I don't really care. They have Jamari Smith and a bunch of litany of other yeah. awesome wings, and their guards are way better than I thought. I mean, just check every box. Um, I hope it comes down to seven. I will be on the Tigers.
0: I wish you luck for
2: your Gators back, guy.
0: Yeah, again, it's just the tiniest of bet. Uh, Auburn's pressure, I think, is going to really bother Florida. Um, the Cox turned it over 20 times. I can see that happening with Florida as well. Um, but Florida's got the athletes like Oklahoma state. My, my point with yes. them, they have the athletes. Daruji as an attempt to slow down Jabari Smith. is kind of intriguing to me, but the other end Walker Kessler on Colin Castleton, that's worrisome for Florida. I mean, you're basically taking out your number one option offense with an immense defender in Kessler. That that's very worrisome for me. All right. Chat mob round one. I assume one of you kept track of this. I'm going to say oh, yeah. Jim did. All right, yeah. good. Jim, what we got? A lot, Kai. No yeah. surprise. You got
1: over 100 games today. Going sure right do. back to you here, Kai. West Coast from okay. the boy Tooch. Tooch. Tooch in the chat. Tooch. Wonders if we should go UCLA over again after it was easy <laughs> money at Long Beach State.
0: I actually kind of lean the under in, in, in this game. Um, I don't have any strong takes. Why? But that, that, that's my my gut lean. Um, also gut lean towards the Bruins. Um, very, very short travel for them to Berkeley. I think they get it done against Cal.
1: Yeah. I, I think they, uh, Mick let the beach game be a track meet and this is conference play. He's going to micromanage the way he did it at Cincinnati and Cal yep. wants this to be a slog too. So I, I, I can't yep. endorse the over, unfortunately. Agree, agree, agree. I, Matt, multiple questions. We, we've got Tinley Monk heading to the game. Joe kid talking about his boys at DePaul or at Nova. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Joe. How dare I? How dare I put
2: you in the class of DePaul? Uh, Nova DePaul, Matthew, anything for you there? I don't want to play possessed today, Jim, but I might have to ride with the demons. It's been bet up to nine in some shops right now. I made this nine and a half. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. nine. yeah I might come in on the demons. I, they played Villanova historically a few times, surprisingly close. I remember a couple of years ago, they almost beat them in the pavilion. Um, vintage home hype spot for DePaul. But like Butler, we talked about earlier, they haven't delivered in these key spots yet. So maybe we're just back to the old DePaul ways where it's just like the oh, DePaul and conference. De Geese. Womp womp. Yeah. 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 And Nova is trending up right yes, now. Yes, they and are.
1: Getting, I think they're getting Caleb Daniels back. Caleb
2: Daniels is back today. Yeah, um, so Justin yeah, Moore, our game time, Justin Moore, Brandon Slater game time decisions. So you got to check that out there. Yeah. Yeah. If,
1: if one or both of those More's guys, huge. that line's too high. Yeah. They just have no depth. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely keep an eye on that. All right, Kai. In the Sun Belt from Benny and the Jets, UT Arlington headed to Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. I think Southern's going to have Trey Cobbs and Getty Joseph Piatus back. They're two yeah. key wings, nice. but good don't know for sure. Uh, hey, thank you. Uh,
0: anything for you here? No, um, but I, I lean towards Arlington. They've been awesome to start the Sun Belt. Uh, we, we thought Greg Young was going to be a really good coach for them. And so far, so good in Sun Belt play. Non-conference has proven to be a bit of an aberration for them. So I'm leaning towards Arlington.
1: Yeah, I kind of like the under. Arlington's defense has been great. I think that's going to be the strength of the Georgia Southern team as well, too, with uh, the Chris Beard assistant. Yeah, former Beard assistant, right? Uh, Matt, going from that game that I think is an under to what should be a shootout. This is in SoCon from Ethan Sachs. Western Carolina at Samford. Two deep teams. Western Carolina loves to chuck it from deep. You have a side or a total lean here. Uh,
2: I think the price is right. So no strong value play here, but just gut is screaming Samford. 0-2 in conference. They're now healthy they haven't played all season really with their full collection of players. They did the last two games, I believe. I know there's a few exceptions there. Um, this is their game against a style that they should rel- revel in. Uh, WC just wants to get them down and chuck threes. I don't trust their ball handling. I think Sanford pounces all over them. Fair enough. Kai, we, we lost the best bet on the Dons on
1: Thursday. <sighs> God. Yeah. Now they're hosting San Diego who hasn't played in quite a while. Might have some roster issues with their coming out of a COVID pause. Do I like Dons as a big favorite,
0: angry, awful loss? Uh, yeah, I kind of think they kill him, but spread's too high for me. I, I can't lay 16 and a half. I, I just can't do it, especially with WCC conference game. San Diego's not totally inept, um, but I, I'm, I'm not taking Terreros either. Uh, fresh off a of pause. Yeah, this was a before I saw the line, I want to bet San Francisco. And I said, oh, they made it so I can't. That's yeah, it's pause. ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Uh, Joe kid asked about Arkansas state and Louisiana Monroe. That will be hit in best bets. going to save it long show. make him stick around, you know, uh, Kai back to you though. Lorenzo bros are asking about our alma mater, man, Alabama
0: <laughs> headed to Mizzou. How much do the tigers lose by? Uh, I think they're going to get beat by 20. Um, I think a couple of Mizzou guys are out today. I don't think, I don't, I don't know who. Um, but I will say this, uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Even if they're full strength, I think Alabama torches them. No, thanks for Mizzou.
1: Kwanzo's trying to run this year and he did it against Illinois. to terrible effects. Did it against Kentucky to terrible effect. You can't do it against Bama. Good freaking luck. And I think they're going to get crushed.
2: So I think, yeah, Kai and I disagree on the total here. I like the over. I think um, we've seen Mizzou foolishly try and run with like really talented teams like Illinois. Um, I don't know why, but it's plays well for the over Kentucky. They started getting that track mean as well. And that's when the floodgates were open. So stop doing that. Quanzo. Well, I guess, do that today for my over, but then long-term for your career stability, stop running with good teams. Uh, see,
0: Matt and I are against each other, by the way. I have the under in this game. Yep. Wrong. yep.
1: <laughs> so Matt just repeated what I said, and then Kai just repeated what Matt said. Listen to each other, guys. Come on. We're all so, we're all together here. <laughs> so Jim just talked about Kai how – I'm joking. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, Matt, any Ivy. Jeff Spector, question about Dartmouth at Brown. Brown was a fireball yesterday. Dartmouth did not play. Uh, this game might be at Dartmouth. I don't have the, the site. It's at Dartmouth. Yep, at it's Dartmouth. at Dartmouth. Thank you. Okay, so I want to make sure we're correct. What do you got? What are you
2: doing? Throwing darts. Sorry, that was my, my dartboard there. <laughs> yeah, I like darty here. <laughs> uh, classic Ivy spot where um, they're not doing the Friday, Saturday, every weekend. Brown is playing back-to-back. Dartmouth is not. I like Dartmouth a lot. I just, fade them, uh, sorry, I just faded Brown last night, so I'm worried I might just not have the respect in my number for them.
0: Yeah, but darty's rocks. awesome,
2: man. I'm a big darty fan. Yep. Brown's uh, awesome. But, Larry Gibson, we're,
1: we're hitting Colorado State and San Diego State in the main outline after the chat, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, two from Space Ace, power conference here. Kai, you get St. John's at Providence. Mm. We, we saw Providence lay a big egg <clears> in their second road game in the Midwest at Marquette. I kind of think they bounced back today against St. John's, who's a little bit undisciplined, but
0: mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel the same? I don't know if A.J. Reeves is still out for Providence. Um, he seems to be a big deal for them.
1: So. His finger hurts.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't touch him without Reeves, but three and a half is pretty low. That seems like an overreaction to Providence's most recent debacle. Yeah, I, I, I lean towards Providence too.
1: Matt, NC State hosting Clemson in the ACC. We've seen NC State like fall out of the top 100 in the analytical rankings. Seems kind of extreme. They're a real short favorite here hosting the Orange Tigers.
2: Yeah, I like him again. I've uh, been backed them. I think three straight games. They did deliver. Pretty impressive win at Votech. Mm-hmm. Now I know Virginia Tech goes off the pause, so you have to put a slight asterisk next to that. Good matchup, I think, here with Clemson. Uh, NC State's weakness is up front, but Clemson's not going to exploit that, right? They're going to willingly play inverted with those bigs. I think NC State can attack them off the bounce. I like the Wolfpack. Noah yeah, no, James just asked if he should go to this game.
1: Yes, yes, go go see
2: live ball. We love live yes. ball. Yes, see it as much. It's as also a half can. point of value for home court. So yes, if you can help <laughs> yeah. us. That's great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, all right, Kai, let's do one more and then I'll continue accumulating for the end from Nolan Robbins on the extra board. America East, Maine, headed to Stony Brook. I believe Stony is not out of a pause, but they were mega shorthanded against a non D1 yeah. game. Yeah, non D1 opponent. I'm guessing they get some of those guys back, Kai, but we don't know for sure. So he specifically asked about the under. How do you feel?
0: Yeah, it feels right. I, I don't have a strong take on the under probably lean Stony on the side, but um, not, nothing's wrong. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think Stony kind of crushed him too, but yeah. Feisty Dog
1: and the team that hasn't played a D, D1 game in a while. So probably uh,
0: ultimately a stay away. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, let's go back to your precious outline. Yes, sir. Well, we were going to talk about Michigan, Michigan State, but that game got postponed, unfortunately. So we slot in another good Big 12 game here. Iowa State, Matthew, your clones against mm-hmm. your Oklahoma oh, Sooners. Our yes. Clones. Hey, this spread's gotten big. Six points. Uh, yeah. It's a home run spot for Oklahoma. I, I'm going to say that. Like The spot could not be better for Oklahoma. But Iowa State's been ridiculous this year, as we know. It's just their second true roadie, but they did take care of business at Creighton. Matt, your thoughts?
2: I actually agree with the early money that pushed this up closer to a touchdown. Um, I don't love the idea of Oklahoma as a favorite, just the way they play. Uh, but six they and a half get- now, too. Yeah, nice. six and a half. That's too high. Um, I, I think that's the right side, just not the right price right now, Jim. If you're a big Iowa State believer, um, mm-hmm. I think I am a cautious believer would be the right way to describe where I am on this Iowa State team. If you're all the way in on the clone magic, then I think this is a ripe spot to take him as a fairly large dog in a game that should play pretty low scoring. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll confess that I I knocked Iowa State after the win over Texas Tech. Like.
2: Yes, Ooh, they, were, they covered, but I was
1: not impressed. They were terrible in the second half. It was a seven-man mega shorthanded Texas Tech team. They came back
2: on them. Yeah, it was super bad. hype
1: home spot. It, yeah, I, I thought there were some, some flaws or some alarm bells that were going off as I watched that team. Uh, they're still solid. I still think they're an NCAA tournament team better than I thought preseason, but I kind of agree with where the spread's at. I think I gave a decent amount for home for Oklahoma here and the offensive issues that that uh, that Iowa State had, I think they crop up again. So I, I agree with the money too. I think the the spread's about right, guy.
0: I feel like Iowa State's missing someone. I, I I don't think everyone believes this is a great spot for Oklahoma, like 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 we have in mind here. I don't know. I, I'm just surprised the six and a half guys. The Perception seems way too big uh, for yeah. me. OU's oh, off that loss. to Baylor. Um, I, I think that's a, another good reason for the spot here. But Iowa State's defense is awesome. Like I, they could definitely cause issues for Oklahoma force him to turn it over. You love Porter Moser's game planning. Uh, On the other side, too, by the way, Iowa State, Jim, you mentioned Texas Tech. They didn't score for like 20 minutes in the second half, and second halves last for 20 minutes. They've been terrible offensively. I think it's low scoring. Yeah, now you're going against a Porter Moser defense. Yeah, good luck to you. I think it's low scoring. I lean towards the clones six and a half, just because the total is going to be super low. Uh, Next game, this one is going to be a fun one, guys. I'm excited about it. Connecticut, UConn. At Seton Hall, minus four and a half bet rivers. Now I saw someone in the chat mention Jim that UConn might be full strength today, which is definitely not what we expected heading into this game. What do you think?
1: Yeah, apparently Sonogo is going to play. We don't know if he's limited at all. Uh, and it was tweeted that everybody's in uniform. So
2: yep, hopefully. scholarship players are dressed like a,
1: like a One absence, like a Tyrese Martin or a
2: Whaley, I think was
1: not in the initial list of guys warming up, but
2: Whaley will be limited. I'm looking at the Twitter tweets now, limited pitch count today.
1: But on the other hand, Seton Hall is healthy too. Tyrese Samuel's warming up. He's back. We saw Obiagu make a mega impact in the game at Butler. I think having him in there helps. This feels like a rock fight to me. Both coming Mm -hmm. into the season. I, I loved both teams. Defenses had questions about their offense and. I mostly feel the same. I think Bryce Aiken's given Seton Hall a little more of an offensive boost than I expected. They at least have an irrational confidence guy that'll chuck whenever he feels like the team needs a boost. But um, I'm leading Seton Hall here, Matt. UConn hasn't played in a while. I know COVID did rip through the roster. So I think the Pirates back home, full strength, even though UConn sounds full-ish strength too, I'm a. I'm, it's the pirate's life for me, Matthew.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's a life I'd like to join, Jim. I'd like to walk the plank with you. I lean that way on the opener. Uh, it's been bed up though, and I'm given the news that we're seeing about the roster today for UConn with everyone intact and basically limited, at full though. strength. Limited, limited for Whaley, minute, I know. Minute
0: restrictions. I don't think but, so. Was full yet either? I
2: don't. Yeah, he's only twelve minutes last game, so you can't yeah. expect him to play thirty dominant minutes day. That's that's a fair assumption. Um, and then Obiagu, just the difference he made. We saw last game coming back against Butler. Uh, Kevin Lord talked at length about how with Samuel and especially Obiaga, like, that's just the identity of their team. Like the way they defend, yep. they can get out of pressure without, you know, concerns of getting beat off the bounce. And that defense is like all the way legit with when he's at the back end. So, yeah, I respect Hall too much to uh, to take the dog here, but I am tempted to, man, five's big
0: for UConn team. I still think right up there. I love Seton Hall. Love with a capital L, O, a capital V, a capital E. This, right. is a, this, I can spell love. this is a home run spot, home run spot one and two in the big East. They don't want to fall to one and three super motivated, fully healthy, physical game. UConn probably sticks around for the majority of it. Um, but I, I just love this spot. It's too juicy, too good. Um, Seton Hall is my lane here. mountain West. We get to talk about a mountain West game. Good job. Schedulers. Good job. Way to, way to think on your toes here because we get Colorado State at San Diego State. Matt, San Diego State probably should be healthy, which means Pulliam and Butler could be back today. It's not 100% for sure. Let me remind you what happened last year between these two squads. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Diego mm, State right. bullied them in two games. They got up 38-12 to in the first game. Colorado State had one of the most insane comebacks I've ever seen in my entire life Nuts. and won that game. next game, San Diego State got up 42 to 13. (laughs) They kind of owned them last year. They said enough of this bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
2: put them in the hurt locker twice. The second time they locked the cage and they kept them in there. Jim, I think you're agreeing with me. I lean toward the Aztecs. Um, Even with the injury news, I I, I really need to know that Pulliam and Butler are going to play, though, before I pull the trigger on this. I just saw that Adam Psycho is going to be out today for the Aztecs. Uh, He's a key, like, consummate glue guy, good defender, good shooter. And it's core of a replacement value thing, personnel-wise. They just don't have any guards, uh, especially when you have Pulliam shaking. You have Butler, who's going to probably be rusty. Um, San Diego State's offense has not looked good, and Matt Bradley is carrying a heavy load. And I just worry that they're going to be able to score, even against Colorado State, who's not been the best defensively this season. I still lean that way, but I did not officially bet it because I'm still waiting to see the lineup, uh, the final lineup for the uh, other Aztecs.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping the reports about Butler and Pulliam are good to go. Like they they've been practicing. So I can't imagine you keep them out for this like battle atop the mountain West. This is right. the biggest huge home game, game of your season. Huge game. Uh, and Matt, you always love the show. The VA the, the wonderful student section there at VA So I, I think the spot's great for them. Maybe the number isn't quite right to lay. I, I thought maybe we'd get closer to pick with the hype around undefeated Colorado state, but I think last year matters a little bit, just the the way that Colorado state struggled against the high level athleticism, physicality that San Diego state brought. You still have Mensa protecting the rim. One of the best in the country there. And as long as they can get a little bit of offensive pop and maybe some shooting regression from Colorado state's insane. Number one yeah. in the country, three point percentage. Yeah. Um, I do lean towards the Aztecs here, even though Colorado state's uh, kind of unquestionably been the more impressive team this year.
0: I was really liking San Diego State, Matt, until you told me about Seiko. Um, I'm, I'm not touching them without knowing the lineup. I, you can't do it. Colorado State, though, was in a battle with Air Force, who was missing three starters, including A.J. Walker, their best player by a, a mile, and they couldn't get away from him. that's That's an indictment on Colorado State. Um, I Ideally, in San Diego State at home, great spot for them, but without the lineup check, can't do it. Uh, last game on the rundown, guys, before more chat mob, we got St. Mary's. Heading to BYU, gym, an awesome WCC game here. It's a shame BYU's been missing their big men all year, but they're still a good team. St. Mary's rocks, and it sucks to fade them. Who do you got? I'm, man, torn. Probably going to be a hard
1: stay away for me, unfortunately. St. Mary's coming out of a COVID pause, but Matt, there are a lot of adults on that team that have played a lot of college basketball games, so I'm not really knocking them the way I would like a young team that, yeah. Hasn't gotten to practice. The reps might make them be a little bit sloppy. It seems too well coached and too veteran to come out and just be out of sorts. But you know, they've the the advantage that BYU has with their shooting and offensive potency, I think, on the perimeter. They could potentially outscore St. Mary's in a nice home spot here, too. They've got a great home court advantage. Unfortunately, man, this one is full stay away, like both coaches, and I just don't see enough matchup edges on either side to fully endorse one.
2: I guess if there's one slight edge, I you don't think that St. Mary's can score inside the way we've seen Toss play and and those dudes like they've been playing they so well yeah, through right. the post and without when BYU still has plenty of size but they're down Baxter we know they've been playing more of a a wingy type of lineup more multifaceted positional dudes with just how they've had to adjust on the flight of those injuries I I think St. Mary's can score inside at least make BYU double uh, bring some pressure in. St. Mary's man they just haven't shot that well this season but I think they are good shooters. Um, not like the prolific shooting teams we've seen in years past, but they can still shoot it. They got guys that can knock it down. I like the Gales. We've seen them. I think they almost beat BYU at Marriott Center two years ago. Last year was a different story. It was just not a good St. Mary's version, but um, mm-hmm. they're not scared. They've done this travel before. I'm a Gales guy. I think I'm pretty much going to be on the Gales or at least
0: not against them the rest of the year. like every game. So yeah, I thought I thought it was higher this morning, back down to three and a half here. A little too short for me. It's um, too short I, though. Yeah, I, I, too lean, short. I lean St. Mary's as well. Twelfth best defense in the country for Ken Pom. They defend their, their butts off here. I, I think Toss does have an advantage inside. Um I love Caleb Lohner, but Toss probably should have a good game. Logan Johnson chasing around Alex Barcelo Barcello, uh around the perimeter. Uh yeah, I, I think that's good a good point. a good matchup for him as well. I'm leaning Gales. Should be a good game, though, either way. Chat Mob, round two, and then best bets. Jim. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hot and heavy. Oh, boy. I, I, I've i got these like, you know, in a list by it's like alphabetical, like
1: game A, game B, and we're almost through the whole alphabet. So that's how many games there are. Yes. All right. Kai, Ethan Sachs, FIU at Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. We're always a little unsure about Western Kentucky as a favorite. Ethan mentioned that too. Uh, what do you think?
0: I think Western Kentucky blows them out. That's my my lean there. 11 and a half is pretty big delay. So Maybe not do that, but uh, that's my my gut is at WKU. Okay,
1: all right. Uh, I'm taking this one, fellas. I'm hogging the ball. Jordan beat Mississippi Valley State at Prairie View A and tweeted about this yesterday. How the fact that we have an O and ten team laying twenty that is insane. Uh, but Mississippi Valley State also winless. I don't have a ton of to taking the spread. I think the unders were worth a look. Mississippi Valley State has shot the crap out of the ball for two straight second halves, which has burned me on unders, but. I think against Prairie View's defense, that's going to be an issue. Last year, both games between these two stayed comfortably under. So that, that would be my lean. All right, Matt. Man, UAB is a freaking juggernaut, but they're yes, heading they to are. Rice. Second game in Texas, second straight row game in Texas. Are you going to back the dog, or you think the Blazers keep rolling?
2: Uh, the sharp money makes me think someone's out for Rice that I may have missed. So I need to double-check that. Chat mom, get on the Rice fan forums now. No, UAB's just just that good. Okay, I like Rice. Uh, Rice played him close last year, and I think they're not a live dog here, but they have ball handlers. Oh, uh, don't you dare. Uh, oh, they do. Save Travis even didn't play last season, too. I'm sorry. I need to stop. No, I was laughing at, at the UAB. live dog. I was laughing at live dog. Come on. Uh, but Rice has, like, that wide range of outcome DNA. So, and against the kind of sporadic, erratic UAB offense as dominant as they are defensively,
0: I think Rice can keep this close. I am Famous sick of last playing against UAB.
1: So am I. I'm,
0: yeah, number, I lean your way, but.
1: Nothing All right, smart. Kai from Tinley Monk, your Billikins. Yeah. They're hosting Iona. We got a great late schedule game here with, with Travis Ford and Rick Pitino and their
0: history. Iona headed to Slough. Anything mm-hmm. for you there? Spreads a little short for me. Uh, I think Slough gets it done minus three and a half. I, I lean their way for sure. They're fully healthy. They should be at least. Martin Lindzen should be back, making them a full squad. They impressed the crap out of me against Richmond. Um, now, Richmond's been brutal lately, but. Sue's, Sue's really good. They're awesome. I wish they had Perkins because they'd be a top 50 team this year. Um, I'm leaving them against Iona. Yeah. Wish they had Perkins too. I'm, I'm staying away. I think the coaching edge is heavy, heavy, heavy Iona. Sorry, Travis. Yeah. Uh,
1: all right, Matt, Your are Gamecocks, South Carolina. You can't give up on Frank Martin. You never do. They're heading to Vanderbilt, getting like a touchdown. Is that too much for your?
2: your yes. Game? It's up to eight at some places. I'm just am oh trying that's, to multitask and give you my thoughts while betting into my handy dandy apps right here. Uh, I'm taking the Gamecocks. Keyshawn Brian's playing. Andy got like two reserves. It just announced that they're playing like whoop de do. I don't care about either of those guys. Um, they've been good. I like Vandy, but that that's too big. Yeah, dude, it does feel spread. too high. But I'm staying away.
1: South Carolina sucks. What
2: the mm, bad? They suck. They're full
1: they're strength against Auburn and got whipped from the opening tip. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, Kai. Now now another one nearby you up in Chicago, oh, great. Brandon Brandon Gilden. Bradley headed to Loyola, Chicago. Mm. Loyola looked incredible off their paws. Yep. They were crisp. The execution was pristine. We know they play defense. They're laying two touchdowns
0: right around 14 against yeah. Bradley. What do you think? I mean, I lean Loyola, to be honest. But the last thing I want to do is fade Bradley as a double-digit dog in the Missouri Valley. That makes no sense. I, I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, away. last year, this is the spot where Loa just kept winning by 30, which is how they got up in the, like, the top 10 of Ken Palm.
1: But yeah. uh, I mean, we don't know Sean Henry's status for Bradley. No yeah, one knows. knows.
2: They one know. Someone figure that out. No one I talks about Jayshon it. I think
1: Henry knows. He's going yeah. to walk into the gym today and be like, I don't know. I guess I'll play. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right. A lot of questions about this one. Baylor at TCU. Matt, number one team in the country, laying about 10 on the road. Do we think TCU has the home spot and enough horses to stick around?
2: No, I don't. I don't. I'm uh, I'm not going to be seduced into fading road Baylor at any point this season. I'm not. I know. I believe I was. Did they cover Iowa State in that game? No. Like Baylor's not. been kind of on the Hold cover. fringe. Iowa
1: State covered. Iowa State covered. Iowa mm-hmm. State covered yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Baylor's road games this year. They've been kind of right on the the spread most of the game. Like it's played pretty close to the number. Um, but usually they've been up and in control of the game at some point and all those. And I just think that that's who they are. They're grown ass men. And I don't want to fade them on the road. Uh, another one from Jay Rush, Charleston Southern headed to UNC Asheville.
1: I think this is UNC Smashville, Kai, population this game. Charleston Southern stinks, and yeah. they saw it, we saw it against Gardner-Webb, just got blown out from the from the tip. And Asheville's been really good lately. They're starting to yep. find their stride as they hit conference play. So I think that's a good spot for them as a, as a big favorite. Uh, twofer from Dom the Don. Kai, I'm going to start with you, Matt. You get the other one. UMass Lowell at UMBC. We haven't seen the Retrievers in quite a while. Uh, yeah. Lowell last seen losing at home to NJIT, which is a little disappointing. It's bad loss. I think. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh leading towards UNBC, but the off-the-pause angle, I'm sure someone's out for them. Like it's almost I like I'm almost guaranteed someone's out. I, I like Lowell, Lowell, huh? huh? fun. No, we'll head I, I'm not strong. I'm not betting this game. Yeah, I'm not I'm not
1: touching that one either. Matt, his other question, Sam Houston State at Abilene Christian, you succeeded in fading Abilene with SFA. Good I kind of think Sam Houston is. Fraudy and Abilene yep. angry off a loss. This feels like
2: a smash. Yeah, I think they had turned over like thirty times. I do. I don't really trust Sam Houston's ball handlers. And SFA had did a decent job taking care of the basketball, but they had like a counter. No, in that they had twenty six turnovers. <laughs> right, which like in a high, it's actually not like okay, it's not very good. But point being, they had like a counter to the ball insecurity, which was scoring inside and getting alternative yeah. avenues of points. I don't see that for Sam Houston. It's gonna be turnovers and easy runouts for ACU. I like ACU. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I think this has been asked about by multiple people and maybe I missed it earlier, but from Chris Garbin and Kodia Kai Purdue at Penn state mm. Purdue off the home loss to Wisconsin. Penn state has won two games in a row with kind of absurd shot making. Yeah. I think it sets up well for Purdue, but it's a lot to lay on the road again like and probably a slow game.
0: Yeah. I don't like either side. Really? Uh, I don't want to fade Purdue and then Penn state getting almost 10 at home. Not really interested in that either. could be slow game. Like you said, I'm staying away.
1: All right, right back to you, Kai, because I think you have a stronger take on this one than Matt does. From, from Matt Akers, Northern Iowa headed to Missouri State. Yeah, let's go. The Bears team has been awesome at home. We were usually a little bit scared of them, but does this feel high?
0: Yeah, that down to four and a half makes a little bit more sense, but, man, yeah. I like Northern Iowa here. I that That's the way I'm, I'm leaning. Even Austin Feist from Limited, Noah Carter's been excellent in his stead. He's been just very impressive. 20 points last game. I think he's averaging over 20 a game last two games. Yeah, I think Northern Iowa is a better team. And, and that's too many points.
1: Yeah, four and a half. I, I wanted it at five, four and a half. Yep. Is, is, yep. It's five, six would have been better. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, from Noah James, your Duke Blue Devils hosting the Inferno that is the Miami-Florida Hurricanes. We're finally seeing Miami have to leave home in conference play, heading to Cameron Indoor. Spreads high, totals high. Edge for you on either one?
2: Man, it's just too high for a conference game to lay 15. I think the matchup favors Duke, though, pretty emphatically. Um, you, you mentioned that Miami's shooting regression is imminent. I think they have good shooters, but they, they just can't shoot at like a Golden State Warriors pace. And uh, if you miss those shots against Duke, that's grab and go, and it's going to be highlight reel on the other end in about two seconds. So I think, uh, I think Duke takes care of business here, especially game two off the COVID pause.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kai, in the mountains. Second game of the mountain road trip for Washington State. They're officially... Getting Noah Williams back. He's meeting the team there. Headed to Utah. Utah's been struggling.
0: What do you got here? Both these teams need a a good performance. Surprised we haven't seen money come in on Wazoo with that news. Um, I I think the money has it right here. I think Utah bounces back, um, wins this game. Going to be tough for Wazoo to take a back-to-back loss on the mountain road trip, but we've seen him do it before.
1: Yeah, historically, that second leg of mountain road trip is really tough to cover.
0: And Mm -hmm. it's just the, the altitude wears teams down. Uh, All
1: right, Kai, another one for you. Southeast Missouri State headed to Tennessee State from our guy Hot Dog. SEMO's defense has been pitiful. Tennessee State's wasn't much better last game against UT Martin. A lot of fireworks probably in this game, right? Over?
0: Yeah, lean over. Um, I I lean SEMO here. Tennessee State is bad. I think SEMO can score, score, score in this game. Kenny Cooper, watch out for his status. He missed last game Tennessee State unexpectedly. He's very important for them. Over. SEMA overs until farther notice. That's all I have to say.
1: Yep. I tend to agree. All right, Matt. Another one that I thought should be over, but the, the under's taken a bunch of money from Ryan Abram. It's Cornell at Princeton. Yeah, Both these teams up-tempo. Princeton's offense is way better than their defense, but it's been bet down.
2: Yeah, I don't get this. I was going to have you over, too. Um, actually, now that I look at it more closely, I might go ahead and do so. Princeton can score at will against Cornell. Um, but obviously, both teams, maybe without their point guard, Jordan Jones, but not the last few for Cornell. Mm. And we heard that Jalen Llewellyn got carried off the court last night for Princeton. He is Oof. the impetus to their offense. Former, like, Man. four-star recruit from Canada. He's, he's a stud.
1: If you don't have a little, like, he's an all-40-minutes kind of guy. If you don't yeah. have him, that's you, you got to look, gotta look gets, Yeah, the
2: shooters got to get fed. Tosin and Tide's got to get fed.
1: So, yeah, big loss if he's out. All right, Kai, also from Ryan, Nebraska at Rutgers in the Big Ten here. Man, the rack has been good for Rutgers so far this season. Now they're hosting Nebraska who's been dicey but has covered two straight
0: as a, a road dog. warrior. Yeah. Um, seven and a half feels a bit short. I'm leaning towards Rutgers at the rack.
1: Yeah, I got I got nothing there. Yeah. All right, Matt. I'm surprised that you are not on this one. I don't think you are. Uh, I kind of am considering adding it. From Thomas Tidley, Oral Roberts headed to Western Illinois. Two teams going in starkly different directions. The Leathernecks have been sinking in conference play. Oral Bob's been rising. Yeah. Why are we not backing the short road favorite
2: here? Because I put too much stock in Western Illinois' white hot early non-con start. And so I have them rated probably too highly. And I have this spread about what it is, unfortunately. So if you're in the camp that the WIU surge in November was fluky, then yeah, you got to bash ORU here. They've been immense, as we told you, they would be the last few weeks. Um and they finally got St. Thomas to miss shots somehow. And then no other teams managed to do that. Mm-hmm. I certainly lean are you Jim, but I have too much respect, uh, perhaps unfoundedly for WIU Fair. Uh,
1: I think there's one game coming up in three minutes. That we haven't hit yet. So Kai, we're doing it now, Wichita yep. state at Houston. Uh, All right. This question came in from several people from Graham uh, dog. Wh- I kind of yeah. like Wichita. Feisty.
0: Wichita too many points. Yeah. Houston without Sasser. Um, they haven't been quite as good. South Florida doesn't count. So I, I, I'm leaning towards Wichita.
1: Yeah, and South Florida hung around for quite a while, and I was yeah. with Kyler Edwards back. Uh, I think Wichita is a better dog than South Florida. Shocker. Not not really a surprise. Uh-huh, shocker. Uh-huh. Not, a, not a great reveal there, but I, I do lean towards Wichita. Uh, Matt from Pete K. We're in the Southland tournament here. Does Nichols go 3-0 straight up and against the spread? They're taking on a Southeastern Louisiana team that has been a fireball in this tournament. Uh, both teams missing a key score. Casper Zagawa on one side, Gordon out on the other. You going with Nichols?
2: yeah i am i think they're just emphatically better and kind of have that chip on their shoulder where like hey our best players out we're still really awesome and they are they have plenty of depth plenty of weapons as awesome as gordon is um they are in no way depleted without him as they've shown since he's been out of lineup so yeah eileen nichols yep
1: all right couple more on the outline there are actually some big games we haven't even hit so kyle no james notre dame at georgia tech notre dame coming off the unc win anything here
0: I'm leaning towards the Yellow Jackets, uh, but Bubba Parham probably out. No one has any idea if Davon Smith is on this planet still, apparently, because there's no news. Rodney Howard is probably out as well still. Too many personnel issues to back Georgia Tech. Yep. Uh, Also in the ACC, Kai, back to you. Syracuse headed to Wake Forest. Man, the spread
1: seems a little big, but Wake Forest has been really good at home.
0: Yep, I think it's too high. I'm leaning towards Syracuse. I fade awake a lot. It's worked out half the time. Uh, four and a half seems like too many points. Syracuse defense blows, but they're, they're blows. good. They, they can score. They can shoot. Yeah. Blows. That's I like the top tip. 200. That's- Williamson, questionable for Wake Forest still, probably. That yes. In This last game. That's, that's enormous. All
1: right, Matt from Lake Show, VCU at LaSalle. LaSalle is taking money, and I disagree with it. I think VCU crushes them. Am I wrong?
2: Yeah, I don't get it either. They should be healthier than they were last game, and they dominated Dayton uh, with basically what seven guys. They maybe this is Dayton. They
1: hit, they hit oh, a game winner with game like winner. five. What awesome. they they
2: controlled the game. They were up like five most of the way, were they not? That's not again. Dominated. Again, my point was did that shorthanded, and they were a dog in that game. I think they're going to be even stronger this game. The sound's pathetic, man. Like maybe there's like a a sneaky under the radar buyback because of of uh, no longer having Kenny there. Maybe there's like a rally around the the new nucleus they have. I don't see it though. I think mean, these just much better.
1: Yeah, VC rocks. I, I think they're really good with Baldwin in the lineup. All right, two more. Kai, J. Rush, Dixie at Utah Valley. We're not fading Utah Valley anymore, are we? Not with bad not, teams.
0: Not fading the Utah
1: Valley. They might kill them today. Yep. Uh, Matt, Arkansas at Texas A&M from Graham. This feels like a if Arkansas doesn't win this one, they're broken. Like, they need, need, need this game.
2: Um, They're broken. I've decided that, so I can't believe it's only a pick, but I kind of respect Buzz Williams, and I sort of believe A&M's not as bad as they've shown sometimes this year so not trying to back saw is like a buy low here
1: i i kind of think arkansas gets it done to be honest all right let's go to best bets i know there are a couple more in the chat but we are running over our nine people want to go watch basketball go have uh, lives with their families yeah uh, okay so <laughs> i will start off with best bets guys i got two for you here on a saturday side and a total per usual uh valparaiso minus one and a half at home that is my Side bet today, Southern Illinois coming off a pause. I watched the entire Brian Mullins presser, and he kept saying, we should have enough guys. We should have enough guys. So I think they're going to be shorthanded. And I think Valpo is just better with Kobe King in the lineup. They got demolished by Northern Iowa's three-point barrage, but that's a good home team. I think they'll bounce back there. And my other one is New Mexico State, UT Rio Grande Valley under don't have a lot of complications or, or a lot of great analysis for this. I just think it's going to be a little slower than projected. New Mexico state's defense is excellent. Last game should have easily gone under, but Chicago state kept battling late. So uh, that's my side and my total Kai. Let's go to you.
0: Well, uh, Joe kid, apologies, man. In the chat, uh, I'm going against you, man. Arkansas state minus one is my best bet. I've been chirping. Trendles. I've been chirping that ULM is overrated for several games now. Um, the cover against Little Rock was bogus. I mean, absolutely yes, bogus. Little Rock was in their whole game. Uh, Omir should be dominant. Major glass advantage here for the Wolves. They're going to live the line. Uh, ULM's offense has been good, Matt. A little concerned about the rim attack. They can get to the rim. Arkansas State is want to allow opponents to get to the rim. Even with O'Meara, can't block everything. Hopefully, he stays out of foul trouble. Arkansas State minus one.
2: Love it. Um, I'm just really annoyed that someone out there is probably auto betting Monroe and making lots of money. And I think they're, I think the horseshoe is lodged very high up their ass. Um, anyway, my takes, my bet. Sorry, <laughs> Appalachian State, aka appetizer state, Dustin Some Kearns belt. and the boys. They should not be a dog to Troy. I know we respect Scott Cross and Troy has been really competitive this season, but State's just a better team, and it's a good spot for. The, uh, the Mountaineers, I think they get it done. in Alabama, Jim? Matt, I almost had this as
1: my... I, I, I submitted my best bets before you, and this is almost my side. So I, I was glad that you, you put it in there because I think it's a great bet too. It's a winner. State.
0: Hey, Monroe's uh, six and six against the spread, Matt. So they're only laughing half the time. Yeah. I think it's like the last they're, six. They're it's, like the it's been very the, split.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're, they're laughing as they donate big to the bookmaker. <laughs> All right, that is it, guys. Kai, you should close us out.
0: Thanks for joining us. Wow. Our longest show of the season. That was great. We'll see you guys. Not Sunday. We're off tomorrow. Actually, we'll see you guys on Monday. I think we at, might be
1: off Monday too. Kai.
0: We're off on Monday too. We'll see you guys oh. on Tuesday, a two day break Tuesday at noon central. Again, please oh. subscribe to the field of 68 best bets channel. Hit that like button on your way out the door. Bet rivers. Thank you so much. You're our sponsor. See you next time. Gluck.